Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We don't need your money, mama money, mama money. You're listening to Bad Dragons. Okay, so the people spoke and we listened. So on last week's Patreon episode, for once, yeah, we actually responded to your feedback. On last week's uh, Patreon episode, which you can get if you sign up to our Patreon, (laughs) the link in our bio, or going to patreon.com forward slash bandwagons, uh, Breed attempted to start talking about the GameStop situation because (laughs) she had previously... She has previously um, attempted to start talking about Christ, the English... She Bree, okay. So basically, Breed watched the big short and was like, I'm I'm <laughs> I am qualified. Not, not, not even recently. recently. <laughs> um she felt she was qualified to talk about the GameStop situation. And I stopped her in her tracks and I said, Look, let's 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 call a halt here. Let's I think we should maybe do it. Let's see what people think. Well, I and maybe we'll get someone else on. What? Well, I explain it now with dumplings. Yes. So, um, oh so. <laughs> the, the concept. Yeah, no, don't. Um, oh, so actually gonna. A couple, <laughs> no, please don't. A couple of people messaged us and they said, look, actually, we would enjoy uh, an explainer on the GameStop thing. Um, so there yeah, is... Yeah, basically, how rude, Fanula. Let Breed speak. We really want Sorry, to hear what yeah, she had absolutely. to say. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been wrong, oh, I promise. Well, explain I... the dumplings. <laughs> Go on, explain the dumplings, so. Go on. So you tell me, right? That I am in charge of buying your dumplings. <laughs> okay. And that's grand. So I'm like in charge of buying your dumplings and minding them. And then while I'm minding your dumplings, I actually I sell them to someone for a very good price, for a very high price. And then while they have the dumplings, the dumplings go on sale. So I buy back all the dumplings while they're on sale and make a big profit. Because as far as you know, I still have all your dumplings. Yeah, but, and I'm going to go nom, nom, nom. 
Yeah. So when you come looking for the dumplings, I should have them, but also I should have a big fat load of money in my pocket. But if I give away the dumpling, if I sell your dumplings and the like rate of inflation or whatever goes up and dumplings get mad expensive or Brexit or something, dumplings get mad expensive. Agreed. See, I can't, no, I'm going to have to stop you right there. You can't just start saying words. You can't just say no, I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. Um, for some reason, dumplings get more expensive. And then... Um, but I still, you still think I own all your dumplings or I have all your dumplings in a safe place for you. So I have to buy them back regardless or you're going to go crazy. Um, so I buy them back and I end up losing a lot of money on dumplings because Fanula needs her dumplings. Yeah. Essentially, that is what happened with GameStop. But to talk about the before, during and after of the situation, we decided to ask on um, a friend of the podcast, uh, your rich BFF. You might be familiar with her from her TikToks. Um, very successful, 300,000 followers. Um, really all about promoting like financial literacy and kind of breaking down this stuff into very digestible videos. Um, dropped her email to ask her if she'd come on and she did. And this is what she had to say about the whole situation. We are delighted to be joined by TikTok Phenomenon and our new best friend, Your Rich BFF. Hey, guys. Thanks so much Thank for you coming so on. so much. Yes, we're very appreciative. I think we mentioned this at the start of the episode, but Breed, obviously, it's been a topic that's interested both of us. And I think Breed wanted to get into it more. And I was like, look, I'd love to sit here and shoot the shit about whatever the hell is going on with GameStop and stocks and money. But neither of us are qualified. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, as the TikTok algorithm does, um, your video came up on my For You page of you absolutely owning someone um, and <laughs> question your experience. And I loved it. So I was like, we need to get on to her and she is going to break it down for us. So what what was the GameStop situation? Like, why was everyone talking about it so much? And why are people still talking about it this week? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question. Um, so the GameStop situation was like a modern day David and Goliath. Um, we essentially saw a bunch of regular schmegular people take on some of the world's most powerful financial institutions and actually see these retail investors have a major impact on the market. Um, a bunch of Redditors on the thread Wall Street Bets realized that GameStop stock had a large amount of short interest, um, aka a bunch of hedge funds had shorted the stock, believing that the stock would go down in the near future. And Redditors also noticed there was a major issue with this strategy because the hedge funds had actually shorted more stock than there was in existence. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll explain shorting really quick. Um, shorting is basically borrowing a stock from, you know, a bank, a broker to sell it first at a higher price. And the reason, you know, folks do this is because they believe that the stock will fall in the near future. So they, you know, borrowed the stock, they sold it at a higher level. And then when they're able to buy it back at a lower level, they'll be able to pocket the difference between where they sold it and where they bought it. Um, and typically, you know, the short interest wouldn't have been a problem because there's average daily volume of shares being traded. But the issue that happened here is that the Redditors then bought a bunch of this GameStop stock to hold it, um, which forced something called a short squeeze. This is a situation where, you know, the hedge fund shorted the stock, but instead of the price going down, like they were hoping the price actually went up 
and the hedge funds still owed their lenders this stock back. Um, and because they weren't able to buy it back at a lower price, they had to pay up for it. And this ended up costing them billions of dollars. And uh, I think a big reason why it was so popular is because, you know, in the news media in the past few years, Wall Street has just gotten richer and richer, while Main Street has very much suffered, especially during the COVID pandemic. So it felt like a little bit of just desserts um, that this would happen in this way. Yeah, definitely. And what was the aftermath of that? Like, where are this might be a stupid question, but are the Redditors that bought the stock, are they all rich now? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question and uh, something that comes up a lot. The answer is yes and no. Um, if you bought the stock at a lower price, you know, when it was trading at $80, $90, and you happened to sell out of your position when it was close to $483 at the high, yes, you made a bunch of money and good for you. But a big issue that people don't talk about is the fact that what goes up must come down because as people get excited and they want to actually lock in those profits, as they sell out of their positions, that causes the price of the stock to move downwards. Um, so, you know, when the first guy sells it, he's making a killing, but the next person sells it slightly lower, the, the third person slightly lower until, you know, as you've seen in the last few days, the stock price has gone down quite a bit. And it's very possible that a lot of people bought in in the 300s and it's now trading around $100. So they've lost $200 per share. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's insane. It's just it it's so insane, but it just shows as well how easily people can get swept up in it, which is why I love your account because you are very much a person who's like, I'm not giving advice, but this is just to promote like financial literacy and to give you the information. What you do with that is up to you, which I think is really important because you have so many people on the internet who are influencers and whatever else kind of doling out this information where they have no right to be doling out this information. But anyway, what I was going to ask was like, what, what should people know before they even think about getting involved with the likes of trading or anything like this. Because as we said, these kind of news stories make it seem easy and in inverted commas mm -hmm. are kind of flashy. And then they get into it and it's like, oh shit, what have I done? I've just spent however much money and I have no idea if I'm going to get it back. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, to your point, I don't provide investment advice, but what I will say is that I think it's really important to have a solid emergency fund before you start investing. And if you're actively trading, like you need to recognize that there is potential risk to lose money. And especially if you're picking super volatile names like meme stocks, just because some guy on the internet said so, you probably shouldn't put anything in that you can't afford to lose. For sure. For sure. Don't do it, guys. If anyone's listening, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. So I've been hearing a lot about Robin Hood. Can you explain to me what that's about and what's the issue there? Yeah, absolutely. So Robin Hood is especially um, interesting because their motto has always been let the people trade. But um, just last week, I believe it was Thursday, um, they halted trading in some of these really popular meme stock names like GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia. And this upset a bunch of investors, politicians on both left and right sides of the spectrum and big names like Dave Portnoy and Ja Rule and Mia Khalifa. Even. Ja Rule really really gets, gets mixed up in so many things. <laughs> what, like, why? Why is he? Oh, let's not even go there. Ja Rule is my dog. Um, yeah. Even though Ja Rule has definitely been in some sticky financial situations, cough, cough, fire fuss, yeah. um, uh, essentially these brokerages shut out Main Street's ability to access the free market, which is, you know, deeply problematic. Um, what they are now claiming is that because of the heightened volume, the clearing houses that they have to pay to settle the trades, um, because, you know, quick tangent, it takes two days for your trades to settle. So if you decide to buy a stock, um, Robinhood will front you the money and you'll get that stock. But okay they actually, the transaction actually clears two days later. Um, the clearing, they said that the clearing houses essentially told them because of the heightened volume, we're not sure if you're going to have enough money to cover all of these transactions. So like you need to give us a bigger deposit, you need to pay us more. And so that's why Robin hood said they paused trading in some of these names. Um, I think this is honest to a degree because they did end up raising like $3.4 billion in the past week. But, you know, I'm sure the, the folks out there also probably have theories of their own. And I don't think it's due to any one thing. What are, what do you think are going to be like the biggest repercussions of this? Like what, what happens next? And like with these stocks, with this Robin Hood situation, with this whole thing of like the Redditors versus the hedge funds, like where, where do we go? What's next? Yeah. Um, I think that there are legal probes being done into both the brokerages shutting down trading as well as just the wall street bets platform itself, because, um, it, you know, having a bunch of people buy into a name and then the people at the beginning selling out first feels a little bit of a pump and dump, which is a financial scam, um, and a way that some people could lose big money. So I think one, there will be more legal eyeballs on stuff like this, but also I just think that, you know, the regular retail investor ever since, um, the COVID-19 lockdown happened has been more in tune with finances, their own personal financial decisions. And I don't particularly think that's going to change even after um, things do go back to normal. I mentioned earlier your commitment to promoting 
financial literacy and I was just curious like what you think the single biggest barrier for people is when it comes to achieving that yeah um great question I think it's a one a huge miss on our education system like globally I don't think we teach this stuff enough in schools um I have never used the Pythagorean theorem in my life after I left (laughs) school but it would have been nice to like know how to do my taxes um would have been helpful and I think that's a huge barrier in itself because you're missing out on those first 18 years of mandatory education where you could have been learning about this type of stuff and you know, other than that, I think finance also has a lot of vocabulary. So it's really, really easy to get overwhelmed if you don't know what a lot of these words mean. And it's almost like learning a new language. For sure. Jargon galore. Yeah. Have you always been interested in this then? Or is this like a recent hobby you've taken up and like with the TikTok and stuff, how did it all kick off for you? Yeah. So I do have a finance background. Um, I worked at a bulge bracket bank. So think the Morgan Stanley's JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs's of the world. Um, after graduating from the university of Chicago, where I did, you know, have a study program that focused on finance as well as public policy. Um, and specifically I traded equities, AKA stocks in the American market. Um, I focused on industrials, materials, and energy. And I also did a little bit of risk arbitrage trading, which is, um, stocks that are undergoing mergers and acquisitions, stuff like that. Um, and now I work at a tech media company in their strategy sales division, but what really prompted me to start the TikTok was it was largely a joke between me and my coworkers. They were asking like, Hey, can you help me with my 401k or, uh, what is an HSA and should we be buying our company stock options? And it got to the point where I was like, okay, there's too many of you guys asking. I'll just make a TikTok channel. Like, ha ha. <laughs> um, but I also did feel like it was really timely because with COVID, a lot of people are in tougher financial positions than, um, they normally are. And, uh, I did see some really sketchy stuff going around to Fanula's point, um, on my for you page. And people were like preaching stuff that maybe didn't work for everybody. And I just didn't want to see people get taken advantage of. So good. Like you are doing such, I, I thank tip, like I thank whatever person lives in the sky for TikTok every single day. And I thank <laughs> them for you as well. And for me being able to come across your page, cause it's just been so informative, no bullshit. It's so good. So thank you so much. Where can people find out more about you and find your TikToks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my TikTok is your rich BFF, all one word. Um, and you know, I'm slowly expanding, developing an Instagram and a website should be coming shortly. Cool. Excellent. We'll share them all on our socials once they're all set up and we'll send the people your way to continue to learn. Your rich BFF. Thank you so much for joining us on Bandwagons. Of course. Thanks guys for having me. That's it for most this week. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Bandwagons. I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. And we will see you next week. Bye. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.